everybody and welcome to the fifth episode of our podcast songwriting a way out of it today i'm here with marlock obviously and a special guest jenem who is a great singer songwriter and artist and we just wanted to talk about her journey with her today hello leah how are you i'm good thank you how are you i'm great hello jenem hello how are you yeah we're all good it is exciting our thing right like have someone else in the podcast that we can go and interview yeah definitely i think it's great it's the start of a long journey (laughs) absolutely and you're the first artist on the podcast so i I feel honored i've got that coveted first spot (laughs) (laughs) also my first my first ever podcast so this is exciting for me too sick right so awesome i guess you know, start by telling us a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, I am Jen M. I'm a singer-songwriter from Manchester originally. Moved to London in September, so I'm kind of between those cities. And uh, I make sort of acoustic pop with a bit of a rap influence. Nice. I love that. I love all the rapping beats and stuff. Yeah. Good. I do the same. <laughs> you, have to, you have to listen to those songs. Yeah, of absolutely. Jen. So obviously you and Leah are like good friends and you've been writing together and all that stuff. Um, but kind of from my side, I'm more interested on, you know, why did you start playing music? How did it all start for you? Because we recorded our first podcast where we kind of explained our journeys a little bit. But um, it's good to hear, I think, where the reasons why other people started, you know, playing music and, and writing and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah, so I um I started, well, I guess the first real thing for me with music, my family aren't very musical. There was a bit of music on the background when I was a kid, but it wasn't ever anything like my parents playing this amazing record collection and then I just got really mm-hmm. into the music or anything like that. Um, but when I was probably, I think I was about 11, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe a bit younger, I started playing guitar, uh, picked it up in school. My mum was like, do you want to do some guitar lessons? It's something that they've just started doing. So I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go. It's something different. Mm-hmm. Um, really from that point on, I just kind of fell in love with playing guitar and through that developed, sort of started singing along with it just so that I could play some, like sing along to the songs I was playing. And that grew more and more towards me actually writing songs. Um, but I'd always like, I'd always enjoyed going on YouTube and listening to a lot of music and uh, making like little songs when I was a lot younger, but nothing, nothing uh, special until the point that you know, like I started playing a lot more from the point of getting some lessons and yeah, yeah that was kind of the that's start pretty really. cool because I think it is very unusual to to find cases like that because usually people you know love music just because their parents tend to listen to a lot of music like or you like, with your dad who had to go to trombone lesson with you right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah so you know like your parents listen to a lot of music or they play something so so you know to start that sort of initiative on your own and actually get on it is uh it's quite impressive i think yeah, yeah it was kind of it's a bit strange really that like if anything my brother especially was not like he didn't hate music but he really didn't listen to it so it was kind of like <laughs> the opposite was going on in the family <laughs> does oh he gosh. still hate your music uh oh no he he doesn't hate hate my music or hate music in general he just likes things like um the jelly 
the baby song or whatever that was like all those slightly <laughs> silly songs basically that's his his favorite oh gosh the pen pineapple pen thing pineapple pen oh pen, that was amazing pen, pineapple apple pen thing did you never apple. watch that pen no apple no. pen Wait, oh wow yeah but <laughs> have to send bet. me the link to that one. Oh, oh gosh you have to listen to it it's terrible <laughs> like <laughs> worse than gangnam style or something oh but yeah, like when when did you start gigging? Because obviously now you kind of make a living with like playing gigs and playing uh, busking and stuff. And like when did you kind of think to yourself, oh gosh, yeah, now I'd love to perform in front of people? Because yeah, like everyone starts off in the bedroom, but like when what's that point for you where you went like, oh maybe I should share my talent with other people? Well, I think it kind of again sort of happened quite naturally in but it actually started with a competition which i did with a friend whilst we were on holiday and um, we were on like a joint family holiday with mine and her families and we entered this talent competition they were running for all the teenagers and uh, we <laughs> won that by singing i'm yours Jason oh, <laughs> um, so that that was like that was very much the start of performing live for me and then from there i was just kind of like you know what that was so the the feeling that it gave me was just so like thrilling and stuff that i was like know what i want to do i want to go out and perform so then i did some busking for charity um did a bit of that and and gradually just started going to like open mics and really wanting to perform more and more is there a good music scene in manchester yeah uh manchester's yeah it's always had a very i mean the history of manchester you know there's a lot of bands from oasis exactly but I think that's the thing. I think when you think of Manchester, a lot of people think of those kind of classic bands and that sort of sound. Mm. Um, but I do think that over time, the Manchester scene has kind of grown and now there's a lot more of a... There's a singer-songwriter circuit. There's a night at the Whiskey Jar in Manchester, which is really good. Where But that's got like a six-month waiting list to actually get to play there. I've still not played there. Wow. Um, with going wow. to uni and then coming, you know, like only just being in Manchester now, really. Um, yeah, so I quite like the the music scene in Manchester when I lived there. I thought it was good. Sick. Yeah. Brighton is a bit better, but. Oh <laughs> 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 well, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. And yeah, there are a lot of clubs with l- playing um live music and stuff. Quite. Yeah, there's a lot of venues, and the northern quarter's really kind mm. of been growing over the past few years. And every time <laughs> new places pop up, a lot of them are starting music nights and things like that. Yeah, I used to spend my life in the northern quarter. <laughs> it's great i love the northern quarter i think i feel like the northern quarter is like brighton <laughs> that's like the bit it of is. manchester that is brighton absolutely that's why i love living in brighton <laughs> it's a bigger northern quarter definitely. yeah exactly so would you say that um for you playing life is kind of like the main reason why why you write music or or is it writing for the you know the enjoyment of it which mm, one do you prefer Playing live or writing, I guess that's the question. A very good question. (laughs) One that I have to think about, really. I think, I don't know, because I think, I think sometimes I write, I think actually the writing is kind of more, like I love the playing live, but it started more with writing. Before I was playing live, I was writing. And I think it always comes back to writing songs. And for me, I guess writing, like most people, I'm sure is kind of a, a way to express yourself and just get out feelings i'm not outwardly necessarily the most emotional person but instead <laughs> that's because i have songwriting and then i can put the feelings into songs instead um so yeah i guess 
Yeah, there are loads of parties that when they get asked, yeah, how how can you write such depressive songs when you're actually quite <laughs> a happy person? I get asked all the that, time as that's well. 100% and I'm like, you. well, that's exactly why, because you get all your feelings out of your chest, you know, of your chest when, when you're writing songs, and then that's Very how you true. deal with um, with how you feel and all that stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you use the songwriting to help you through whatever you're you're feeling at the time whatever you're going through that's great but then cool. i think i think a lot of some of those songs don't always make it to the uh to the public there's plenty <laughs> that are just a bit too you know oh too life's personal. not going great right now or like oh what why did that person say that to me and you've put it in a song but really you're just having a rant to music yeah. so <laughs> those true. ones stay so true all <laughs> those it. songs about all these people that never knew <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, gosh. that's very fair. It's just that's therapy, hilarious. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so when, Jen, when when did you like, kind of realize that being an artist is what you wanted to do full time, kind of thing? Well, I think it was getting towards the end of my school years, so like, of high school, um, after doing just before I did my GCSEs, maybe the year before actually, I'd been going to this open mic night um once a week in manchester was at a place i don't know if they're still doing it um waxy o'connor's in the print works and there was a guy who ran it um and he worked at bim the music college and he said to me you know like oh we do courses for 16 year olds um you should look into it and see if you if you're interested and i went to the open day there and then it just kind of sunk in that actually you know what like that is an option you can pursue music um yeah, and that was I think that was a turning point for me, like having been playing at the open mics and then thinking mm. I can actually like carry on and focus on this full time rather than doing academic stuff. Yeah, very true. So wait, weird question, but what would you <laughs> what would you be doing if you weren't doing music? See, that one is a that's a question <laughs> that I've never found the answer to. <laughs> I don't really know. I think that was that was the point actually where that was why I ended up leaving school and going to this college and and not doing the next step of you know like the the next path in academic studies was because I was like I don't know what subjects I would take I don't really know what I would do I always said law actually potentially but I don't think I'd I don't think I would do law interesting now that I think about it (laughs) (laughs) too lame (laughs) well I guess you know there's lots of good music laws Yeah, exactly. Music law. It was always like, well, if I do law, at least I could do music law. But then laws, I mean, if you want to do law, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hours. Very so you have true. to want to do it, I think. Definitely. Yeah. With you anything do. in life. Yeah, with anything in life, you just have to be passionate about it. Exactly. Or you can just yeah. get an engineering master's and then not like being an engineer like I do. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. So busking. What are your thoughts on busking? Because obviously you do it quite a lot. Um yeah. yeah, I mean, busking busking to me is like, I, I say to anyone who's kind of getting started in music, or even further along, but I just think busking is the very basics of learning how to perform. Because if you can capture people's attention whilst they're not there to see a performance, whilst they're just walking down the street, you learn how to interact with people. Um, and yeah, just like how to how to get someone's attention from just saying something, singing. And and also, I think the nicest thing about busking is being able to reach audiences of all ages. Um, mm. I, I always love it, like when you get young kids. And you, I thought about this. Someone said this to me actually 
while ago and they were like if it's if you have like a really young kid walking past or a baby that might be their first the first time they hear music oh cool. and that that really stuck with me yeah because it's like you you're giving someone that moment that they can then remember mm. that's very true and i think it's also a very safe environment right in the way that yeah obviously you're like exposing yourself in front of a lot of people but let's be honest most of them they actually don't care about it right because they're not there to go and see you so if you make mistakes that's fine no one cares so to me that's <laughs> yeah. like super fun. it's true though yeah that's very true i mean preferably someone cares but yeah, yeah but it's i mean very but true. yeah what i mean I'm sometimes sometimes no one cares though you're right yeah. with that like and and it's good because it means that if you're yeah if you screw up a song it's not the end of the world so it's a good chance to Practice. maybe try something out that's a bit more difficult yeah i mean i always say though like obviously to an extent busking is practice but equally you're there to put on a show like you still want to practice beforehand obviously you don't oh, just want to totally. like, go out and just <laughs> <laughs> it. but yeah it's a good chance to try out some new stuff and and also learn about rejection because all those people who just walk straight past it's a good time True. to get used to rejection oh gosh super yes. important because yeah it's like when you play your songs to your mates isn't it and they're like well i don't really like it all well, right, all my mates like my songs. <laughs> Maybe you are the problem. <laughs> That's because my songs are shit. Yeah. But, you know, what, what mates are these? <laughs> yeah, the ones that are not my mates anymore. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but you know, it's kind of like um, I think you need to make peace as an artist with the fact that not everyone's gonna like your music, and so that's true. that's one of the ways. And you know, when I say some of my mates don't like it, I'm like, well, that's fine. I actually appreciate the feedback because I'm like, okay. Well, my music is not targeted to you, so there's nothing wrong with the fact that you don't like it. Um, <laughs> Fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah I've definitely so had... I, I remember the funniest one that comes to mind every time is I was playing in... Um, outside King's Cross Station, actually. And I think I was playing Toxic. I think it was Toxic. Because <laughs> um, Britney Spears, Toxic. Yeah, a bit, yeah, Britney Spears. And this guy walked past and went, really? And I was like... <laughs> I love it. That's hilarious. I personally like the song, but I guess he didn't. Uh, I guess so. I mean, that's just the thing. But I think personally, when I went busking, I just, I just love having these little moments with people passing by where you lock eyes and you just smile and they smile and it's like, oh, you made my day, and I hope I make your day, kind of thing. I just think that's so great. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. Until I got a really creepy experience once when I was busking in in Spain. And there was this girl who, like, started staring at me. Like, she had very big green eyes and was, like, staring at me nonstop to the point where it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> and I tried to look elsewhere. <laughs> and she would, like, keep staring at me. Like, and I was like, oh, oh gosh, my God, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a bit weird. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh oh gosh oh gosh i feel like we're drifting a bit up, like yeah, <laughs> into the busking topic really we wanted to talk about your release like your ep called skyline which you yes. released quite recently yeah skyline came out um not too long ago hopefully <laughs> there'll be some follow-up music shortly though soon oh too. yes hopefully can't wait it'll be great so like basically i think the songs that are on the EP are just such a great selection of kind of like, I guess, what happened in your life from when you kind of quit uni and then moved to London, right? Is it kind of like <coughs> most, like probably some of the songs were written after uni and then before going to London? Or 
when did you kind of write these songs yeah I think well I think they were all written before I moved to London actually mm. um but they were kind of uh, storylines is an old song so that song was a newer version of a song that I actually I wrote a chorus to that back in college so that was that one's a very old one wow um, I think I think they kind of document my thought process and just life happening over uni like from college to uni it's kind of all encompassing that whole time yeah. um but then the other three were all written yeah in my last year indeed so they were all written just before moving to London um and all from very different places like the kind of inspiration behind them mm, exactly I mean <clears throat> I, I love Skyline I mean I love all the songs on the EP let's not lie about that but um <laughs> thank you yeah like when I first heard Skyline I was like "Ooh, that's good <laughs> that girl's got a voice like it's just sick and I just like great. love the lyrics and it's just I think it's just such a great metaphor for like growing outgrowing yourself almost and like getting better at what you love doing and stuff and pursuing what you actually love I think when I wrote that it was like yeah it was like a message to myself without me mm. realizing it at the time and I found like that song and let myself go and quite a lot of other songs I write generally like if they happen quickly there's kind of this weird sense of unconsciousness with the writing and I definitely felt that with Skyline and let myself go where I was there at like a piano. I had some somewhat of an idea of Skyline, but I really didn't let myself go. I just started playing, and like within a f- like half an hour, the song was done. Oh, and out of those moments, it's like oh yes, nice. <laughs> yeah, those are, I I always love those moments because at the end you're like yes, I've got my song ready to go. That's great. So one of the things that Leah and I talked about a couple of um of episodes ago was our songwriting process. Um, how is how is yours usually? Because obviously, I, I guess not every single song gets done in thirty minutes, does it? No, not well, I mean not every song, but <laughs> I tend to. I'd say in general, I write quite quickly on on the whole, and and then like obviously if there's a song, so like Skyline, I had it and then rewrote the second verse. So like things obviously change and get edited, but I I think the skeletons of songs, I tend to write generally quite quickly. Um, but I either start normally with a title, um, okay. so a concept and a title, or I think that was how I used to do it a lot more. And now I kind of, now I often actually just start playing chords and then from that get some form of idea of a lyric. Mm. Okay, so do you do lyric before melody or try to do both at the same time? Um, I normally try and do both at the same time. I think I need to maybe spend a bit more time in general on actually melodies, but yeah, I tend to I tend to just kind of riff off a, like I'll start writing the lyric and then with that lyric start riffing off melodies and see what I like. That's so cool. Cool. <coughs> nice I one. mean, I know how like you're just a, an amazing writer. Like I hope <coughs> in two years' time I'll be as good as you. But <laughs> hey ho, let's oh, see if no, I ever get to that stage. Writer. No, but I just love how quickly you get stuff out. It's just like, where did that just come from? I mean, when we wrote that one song for the Eurovision brief and you were like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Where did that come from? Honestly. I always admire people who can be super productive with songwriting. It's great. I'm quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the beauty of songwriting is that everyone's got like a very different process. 
and you still get the result of at the end of it a great song can be written in five different ways totally totally 100% totally yeah that's why you know I'm super interested in that topic because it's like it's amazing I mean you you can go and listen to some of your favorite artists and they say no this is the way I usually write and it's like okay it's very different to how I do it it's very different to how you guys do it I don't know it's uh, interesting very interesting because yeah. as you said at the end of the day the result is the same you just get a song right very yeah. true and i guess on that note um we're gonna play one of um Yanam's songs yeah in the podcast definitely do you want to tell us which song you want to play and maybe introduce it a bit tell all right bit well we'll that. start with um the one i guess we talked about a little bit so we'll start with skyline and uh, this is the title track of my ep Started out slower, then started rising, shaping my horizons. Started out lower, then started climbing, carving my own island. New York to Vegas, I watch from a distance the speed that they're changing. And I'll be no different Oh, I I'm gonna keep on growing with the skyline Building every time that I'm in the dark Lighting up the streets in the night time One step closer to the stars clouds to see the whole town this view from above pushing me around they try to knock me down but they'll never do enough cause i've got a picture it's not yet completed but i see the future take shape every evening
So this is Let Myself Go. Um, I actually wrote this after I'd had a bit of a songwriting block, if you like. I hadn't written a song for a little while. And then I went to this open mic night where I love rap music. And my friend forced me on the stage to do a little freestyle. And that feeling of freedom was something that I then took the next day and turned into this song. So this is Let Myself Go. Precious of the world Impressions of who I should be Precious as a girl With childhood dreams Wanted to be a painter Wanted to be a star But moving through the ages They try to put each dream to bed Protect the one I want to follow that's the one they're after next For too long I was holding on to things that were dragging me down Down, down For too long I was holding on but now I think I'm finally found Let go instead of I 
nice one. That's I cool. love both songs. I mean, they're just incredible. Thank you. Can't wait for new releases to come our way. Lockdown coming soon. Oh, yes, please. It's such a tune. <laughs> right. Shall we do a closing thing? Or what are we going to choose as a word? Oh, yeah. Gosh, we always do this. So at the end of a podcast, we ask whoever's listening, when you are listening, um, to comment a special word of the day onto or Instagram, like onto a latest post or something. Um, today, cool. that word is... I don't know. I think it should be something with um, Jenna on it. I think it Jenna should be Skyline. Cool. Skyline, yes. Not Jenna Musical. <laughs> that is a terrible <laughs> thing. That's not even one word. That's a bloody sentence. Is it not? I mean, you can make it one word. <laughs> you guys do that in German, don't you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Skyline is a very so, good So, yeah. One. Skyline. Comment Skyline if you listen to her. And uh, thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on a podcast. Really enjoyed thank chatting you. to you. Yeah, thank you for having brilliant. me. All right. Thank you very much. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. Exactly. Bye. Bye.